and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin. And eight years ago, my family and I became debt-free, and I like to talk about the ins and outs and the ups and downs of managing your personal finances because money, much like life, is messy, and life rarely fits inside of a cash envelope. So if you're ready to have an honest, non-judgmental discussion about personal finances, then you have come to the right place. So Monday is Memorial Day, which marks the unofficial start of summer. I know so many people are out of school or heading on vacation, and summer can be a time that really wreaks havoc on your budget, even if you are the most proficient budgeter. So today we're going to talk about a few ways to prevent summer budget breakdowns and some things that we can do to save money, how to meal plan for the summer, and just some tips and tricks. So let's go. So how do we prevent the summer budget slide? So I have a few tips for you because I don't want the warmer days and the the longer weather, that made sense, the longer days and the warmer days to completely derail the hard work that you've done up until this point. So my first tip is to have a routine. What does a routine have to do with personal finance? Well, when we get off routine, we kind of derail other parts of our life. We don't sleep as well. We don't eat as well. And we kind of can get out of control with our spending. And so while summer is a great time to have loose days and spontaneity, we still need some sort of structure in our lives to make us feel safe, to let us know what to expect next. That's why I love routines, because they make everyone feel safe and set expectations. So just doing simple things like, we're going to have a bedtime. Sorry, kids, we're going to have a regular bedtime. We're going to eat our meals around the same time every day. And yeah, we may be eating them in different locations, but it's important to keep things as normal as possible, even as the days get longer and the weather gets hotter. Don't feel like it is your responsibility to make sure that your children have every minute of every day during the summer planned for. Children need to get bored. They need to get bored in order to foster creativity, and we need their little creative minds in the future. So have days where you have things planned, you know, you go to the movies, you go to the beach, you go to the pool, whatever it is your family likes to do. And then you have days where you have nothing planned and you make art and you read books and you watch Netflix at home. Focus on free fun. There are so many free things that you can do that are fun, particularly if you have elementary age children and younger, but I think middle school children, there are plenty of fun, free things to do. And I have a list of 27 and I will link them in the show notes and hopefully they will help inspire you. But not everything has to be super expensive. We can do fun, affordable things during the summer and also see if your community offers, you know, sport camp or art camp or things like that through your community center and your parks and recreation department because that's a great way to get some good things into your kids without spending a ton of money. Predetermine what you want to do. So I like to grab my phone and turn on the voice memo and just have my kids tell me what it is they want to do during the summer and we make a little summer bucket list. And in fact, here is a little snippet of our 2009 bucket list. No one's going to care about this but me, but I thought their voices were so cute. They were... 
like seven and five and a little baby at the time. All right, so what do you want to do this summer? I want to go to Peg and Snowballs. Okay, Rouse, you said you wanted to go to Fort Morgan? Yes. There's a new Toy My Story movie coming out. Oh, yeah, let's go My see that. Coming out. What do you want to do, Jesse? I'm coming out. Oh, okay. You said you wanted to go see the fireworks. Oh, yeah. yeah. For America's birthday. And maybe yeah. Daddy America's can take you birthday. to a baseball game. Oh, again? That would be fun. Okay, present day Lydia here. I think that getting your kids involved in the planning lets them know what to expect, but it also gets them excited, even about small things. Like one of my sons was excited about going to a place called Pelican Snowball, where you can get little shaved ices, and they cost like $3. It's super fun and super inexpensive. But that was something that they looked forward to for a while because it was part of the bucket list that they created. Also, I low-key hate the term bucket list. And also, it's really important to have a summer meal plan. So Kendra Adachi from The Lazy Genius, she's our favorite, right? She says that she comes up with 21 meal ideas and rotates them multiple times during the summer, which I think is brilliant. But having a basic idea of what you're going to feed your family is going to save you time and save you money. So keep simple meals, really simple meals, sandwiches and watermelon, hot dogs, tacos. Don't go crazy. Also, maybe pad your dining out budget a little bit. So if you're out late and want to swing by and pick up a pizza, you don't completely wreck your budget. But we want to have lots of fun. We just need to be intentional. So here are some summer meal planning tips. Number one, like I said, keep it simple. Quick meals that don't require your oven, sandwiches and fruit, salads, like heavy salads that have, you know, nuts and cheese and tomatoes, a snack dinner. So, you know, get a plate and put a bunch of snacks on it, like cheese and crackers and fruit and pretzels and some salami. I looked up ovenless dinners on Pinterest and found a ton of really great ideas. Your slow cooker isn't just for winter and fall. You can make some great slow cooker recipes. So throw some stuff in there before you head out for the day. And if you're looking for inspiration, I have left a link in the show notes for 65 slow cooker dinner recipes for any occasion. If you have an instant pot, use it. Did you know you can make macaroni and cheese in the instant pot? For real, Google it. It will change your life. Okay, so my next tip is cook one day a week. This is something that we do often. We batch cook on Sunday evening. Batch cooking saves lives. So we might grill several cuts of meat roast some vegetables, pre-chop some fruit, cook some grains, and get everything prepped for the week, put in the fridge, and then we can mix and match. Another thing in the summer that I like to do is plan for all three meals. Because summer has a loose schedule, it's easy to fall into a weird meal planning nebula, and then your kids ate popsicles for breakfast and lunch. No judgment. I've done and instead bake a batch of muffins or waffles, throw some oatmeal or eggs in the Instant Pot, keep lunch things handy, peanut butter, cheese, pretzels, you know, lunchy stuff. It doesn't have to be a huge deal. And then have a snack schedule. So one thing that I hear from a lot of parents is that their summer grocery budget goes haywire because their kids snack all day. So set up a snack schedule. My kids know they have a snack at 10 and one at three and not to ask for 
you know, extra snacks between meals because I'm going to say no. So we have breakfast around 7.30 or 8, snack at 10, lunch at 12.30, snack at 3 or 4, dinner at 6. Outside of those times, the kitchen is closed or I'll tell them to grab a piece of fruit or drink a cup of milk. It might help to keep your child on the same meal and snack schedule that they were on at school. And if it's on the school website, you can download it and show it to them. Like here, see, through August through May, this is this is how you ate. So calm down. <laughs> Asked my Instagram community, what are their summer summer budget busters? What are the areas where they see the most spending increases? And these are areas where if you can, you might want to increase your budget in that area and try to find another area where you can decrease. I know that's easier said than done, but money has to come from somewhere, right? So here were the most common areas. Number one was gas. Obviously, gas prices are through the roof, so that's going to impact us, but we're also driving more places. I don't know about you, but I feel like we're driving a lot more than we did during the school year particularly if your kids are involved in camp or if you have a lot of activities or if your teenager is working but you're still having to drive them to work, that sort of thing. Someone else, a few people actually said that their water bill increased and we've seen that too because lots of sprinkler time, lots of filling up that little kiddie pool. I actually use the kiddie pool to water my plants sometimes. I mean, I already paid for that water. It already came out the hose. I'm going to repurpose it. <laughs> but I know that my water bill during these months or are going to be higher. Also, it's hot, so your electric bill is going to go up from using that air conditioner. So if your electric company offers levelized billing, this may be a good time to start utilizing that. Summer projects, this is what a few people said. So, you know, with the days longer and warmer, it's easier to get outside and do the painting or fix that corner of the house that was looking kind of funky or change your gutters. Last year, we redid our windows. Another person said eating out because it's too hot to cook or I'm too tired or any other excuse that sounds good in the moment. Michelle, I love your honesty. So think about some areas that you were unhappy with in your budget last year and see if you can adjust them this year, either by cutting those things out or finding the money from somewhere else. And again, I realize that's one of those easier said than done situations, but the reality is the money has to come from somewhere, right? We don't all have unlimited funds, so we have to get creative. Okay, I would love to know what are some of your summer budget busters. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Lydia Sen. You can also find me at frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash podcast where you will hear this and any episode you might have missed. Thank you for everyone who has left a review. If you have not left a review and you would love to do so, I would appreciate that. You can swipe over the artwork if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a review and that is how people find the show and we can continue to spread this message of hope in debt free debt freedom in a non-judgmental way. I'm recording this very early in the morning and my mouth and brain are not working together. But thank you for everyone who's been here and thank you to Chatty Carol 63 who left a five-star review on Monday. I've been watching Lydia on YouTube for years, thrilled to have a podcast to listen to on my commute. Although we are in different places in our life, her non-judgmental attitude and perfect 
comic timing. Make her a delight to listen to. She is full of down-to-earth advice, five stars. Thank you so much, Carol. I appreciate your kind words. And thank you to every single one of you who takes the time to listen. I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you for being here. And I will be talking to you soon. Have a good day. (music) 